0: I'm Daniel Frey and this is the danielfrey.me Talks, a podcast for anyone who wants to become or is already a developer. If you like to stay up to date with different technologies, learn from experts in the field and help you improve your career further, then this podcast is for you. I also invite you to follow us on danielfrey.me. So let's begin. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode at danielfrey.me Talks and today we're going to be talking about how and what is a css html architect Um, we have a very interesting individual today which is in my opinion very unique um, and which is why also this podcast is called how to be unique in the development world Um, and this individual is uh, giving lectures, uh, he's an international speaker, um, based in Israel at the moment and uh, traveling the world as well. Um, and has been in this in the industry for around uh, almost a decade now, I think. Um, and he's going to walk us through to what does this role mean, um, how did he get started and a bunch of other things. So, uh, hey, Alad, how are you doing?
1: I'm uh, good. I'm amazing at home
0: (laughs) yeah you're relaxing yeah you're in Israel now after a long trip uh, around the the world (laughs) quite (laughs) (laughs) nice so uh, first of all I would like to thank you for uh, joining me to this episode Uh, I've been uh, really looking forward to talking to you today um and yeah the first question that I have for you a lot is um First of all, for, so for those who don't know, what does actually a CSS HTML architect mean? Maybe you can explain that.
1: Um, what I'm doing in a regular base, I'm mainly in medium, big range uh, companies. And uh, my main goal is to create a huge CSS architecture that it will be smart and easy to use for a, a big scale uh, websites. This is the main goal, uh, how to arrange everything, how to think in a global way, how to think in uh, small partials, and how to combine them all together.
0: All right. So what what would you say your day-to-day responsibilities look like?
1: Uh, it's uh, very different from day-to-day, but uh, the big scale is to create all the, uh, the basic layer that... Uh, you need in all the project all around the, all across the project to think about how to create the responsive design in a smart way think about uh, what you want to put uh, this day in uh, css mm. native uh, variables and mm-hmm. uh, what is common and what is not common and how to combine them all together right
0: all right so that's uh, that's a pretty uh, broad perspective of it right so you are you're not really into one team, right? It sounds like
1: yes. Um, in the in the main company that I work in the last several years, it's like I'm. Uh, A web developer that is working with all the teams, uh, all the web teams. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's fun because you have the connection and the perspective that you see all around the teams. And uh, Mm sometimes I'm helping even in parts that I'm not uh, need to help them, but because I have all the perspective that I'm seeing All the teams combined, I can see sometimes that uh, two teams doing the same thing and they don't need to do it. You know, you don't see all the picture, but because I'm in all those teams, I can see and help uh, to know that maybe we are doing something wrong in uh, one of the teams. Uh, Okay.
0: So that's, yeah, indeed, that's also like a a role of an architect. You can say like that sometimes they say that an architect is not a really, you're not managing anyone, right? But you're um, you have this, uh, not power, like a title power that, you know, you need to listen to this guy, but you need to influence teams to, to kind of, you know, you need to have like connection with them, right? Like a personal connection or something for them to really follow like, uh, your ideas or something like that. That is at least from what I heard from other architects that they're saying, like, we don't have control, uh, like directly towards the people. We're not their managers, but we do have our architecture plan and. How do you make sure that people follow that architecture plan? And that is then through making connections also with different uh, departments and stuff like that.
1: Totally. Uh, you. I think to be a good web developer is to know how to connect with other people uh, that you are working with. It can be web developers. It can be the design team. It can be the people that think about how to create the project. Correct. uh, The project manager. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you have this good connection, you can influence, you don't try to control anyone. You try to work with all of them combined together to think about a way that is uh, creating the best project for everyone. Not everything is perfect, but when you understand these connections... You can make it work a lot better, and to succeed, you need that everyone will be in the same uh, set of mind that and uh, that will understand each other uh, in a be better way. On the way. same page, kind yeah, of. Yeah, totally. All
0: right, that's that's really nice. So um, we covered that up. What does a CSS architect mean, and uh, what does the day-to-day responsibilities look like? Uh, and next thing is uh, next question is a bit more personal, lad. So. I'm really wondering what triggered you uh, to become a CSS HTML architect rather than also being a kind of a
1: JavaScript developer? Uh, this is a really good question. Sometime I think that I, I didn't decide it. I was, start, mm-hmm. I was starting to be in the beginning. I was kind of a full stack. And in, ve- in a very short time, I started to do mainly in that time, 15 years ago, it was uh, calling a client developer. These days, a front-end developer. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the second company that I was working, I was a consultant, but I was quite junior yet. I was only one and a half years when I started this uh, job. And uh, I needed to give consultant, and I was working in a lot of different companies, but I wasn't so good in JavaScript. And I find myself that I'm helping mainly in the CSS part that I w- was having a really, a really good connection with CSS. I was really... Quite good from CSS from the start. I wasn't like I'm now, but I was understanding uh, in a big scale about how everything is working. And uh, I was sometimes thinking that I was thinking like uh, how browsers try to parse the CSS. I understand what the browser is doing uh, under the hood. Yeah, and this was my starting point. And in this job, I was becoming to be very frustrated when I was working with JavaScript because I was really mid and <laughs> low-mid range in the JavaScript part. Yeah. And uh, after uh, two years in this company, uh, because they're frustrating from JavaScript uh, uh, and not mm-hmm. from my strength, it's more it was, I was the, the first job that I was mainly doing CSS after this second job. Uh, I was doing mainly CSS, not because I had a strength to do what I like, uh, be, maybe because I was afraid to doing all the JavaScript that I wasn't so good at, but because I was working in the third company mainly in CSS, eighty percent CSS, twenty percent. At that time, it was jQuery. It was in two thousand and ten, <laughs> I think. It was yeah. the the jQuery. I, it's fun to say, but it was the main part that I was quite enjoying little bit JavaScript because jQuery is talking talking in CSS language and I could understand it a lot better than regular JavaScript. Mm -hmm. And in that company, I was doing mainly CSS. I was really good in what I had done because I was really good in CSS. Uh, They really appreciate me there. I still was not getting a good salary because I told you it was from a weakness and not from strength, the third job. But I understand that uh, you know when you are a junior developer, you are you are seeing yourself very small, and you seem to you think to yourself, "No, I'm not so a good web developer," and you're telling for yourself a lot of story that affect you. How you see yourself? And, yeah. and in that time, I was quite having a good uh, thinking about myself because what I've done I was now good. Uh, everyone everyone appreciate me on the CSS part. And yeah. I was looking on huge scale website in that time on the websites. Uh, and one of those websites, it was a news company in Israel. And I tell to myself, I'm doing inspect element because I would love to do inspect element to see code of other website to see if it's readable mm-hmm. or not readable, to try to understand what they are trying to do. And I'm telling to myself, I can do it a lot better. I'm looking at a <laughs> of a huge scale website in Israel. And I tell to myself, yeah. I can do it a lot better. And I don't know how, I didn't plan it, but this specific company uh, uh, asked me to come to an interview there and uh, the interview was for a specific job that wasn't good for me. It was again, mainly JavaScript, 80% and 20 CSS. Yeah. And in the interview, uh, the team leader started to talk, and he didn't give me any time to talk a little bit, even. And after <laughs> seven, eight minutes that he's talking and told me about this uh, job and what I needed to do in this job, I tell him, mm-hmm. I tell him, stop away, stop a moment. You <laughs> want someone that is 80% JavaScript and 20% CSS? Yes, tell him yes. But I'm the opposite thing. I'm 80% CSS and a little bit JavaScript. And I don't want to waste your time and I don't want to waste my time because uh, I don't think that this is who you are searching because I'm not this guy. And he, yeah. he was laugh a little bit because I was so honest. And yeah. uh, he told me, yes, you are correct. This is not what we are looking for. But in the main company... I think they are looking especially for someone like you. And I just got another flow done and they, they gave me one of the managers, two team, other team leaders, and they started to ask me questions on CSS. And it was so fun because the question was so simple for me that every question they didn't finish and I just throw them the answer. It was play with me. I'm playing now, you know, (laughs) it was fun.
0: It was like your ideal interview, right?
1: Yeah, totally. Ask
0: me CSS questions. Yeah, what I love. And I'll get any of them.
1: Yeah, totally. (laughs) What I love. And it was so fun. And then they asked me again, but what about the JavaScript part? And I told them, if you want to take me, take me for my strengths in CSS, because there I can help you a lot. But if, the job will be mainly JavaScript, don't take me. I don't want to work in a place that I will not enjoy to work. And uh, they like it. And they thought maybe to give me another test to do in JavaScript at home to see maybe a little bit. And I told them, oh, okay, I will try. I wasn't, they saw my face that I wasn't so excited from this thing. And then I was left this uh, place. And after two hours that I was left, they told me, come back. We want to sign with you. We will make you a new job, especially for you, for your cap- capabilities. And you will do wow. CSS only what you love and uh, this in this company I started to work I was working for uh, six years there and I done a lot of changes and uh, worked with amazing people and in that Mm -hmm. part I started to understand that I'm uh, what I'm good at is to create a huge CSS scale architecture in this place I was invented myself again from scratch and I done a lot Mm -hmm. of things that kind of put me in the position that I'm now uh, standing in.
0: All right, that's a really cool story. Now, following on that story, because it seems like you were uh, really uh, like not scared of rejection, and that for me seems like not everybody is capable of that, right? Like to say to a company, listen, um, I'm good in one thing, I'm master of it. You know, if you don't want me, don't take me. And I think not everybody, when they start at least, they're not in kind of a luxury position to say no to a company and say like, yeah, but I'm I'm not good at that. So I'm not going to learn it and I'm not going to even try unless you create uh, and you adjust to me. Now I'm really curious uh, to hear from you. Um, how were you able to be so honest? Weren't you scared?
1: Uh, I was. I was. Remember the frustrating from the second job that I was working, and it was always in my mind. And I understand in my mind that I don't want to feel bad anymore with myself. I want to do what I good with, good on. And I was working in a company. It's not that I didn't work. I was working in that company, the other company. Uh, when Mm. i was interviewed and i told to myself i will replace only if this company will fit uh, will fit me and i don't want to even to try again this part because it was uh, i was feeling so bad in that in those areas that i didn't want even to try and i thought that i don't have anything to lose because if they will try to put me in this job they will fire me i don't want to even to try to be in that yeah, position. exactly.
0: <laughs> no. So basically, if I understand correctly, you were already in a job and you were searching then for another job, but then you were saying to yourself, there is no way in hell that I'm going to change my uh, job if it's just the same what I'm doing now, right? You're searching for something better, something that is more towards what you want to do. Um, so that that explains also the the, the risk taking part because you were not really so much in a risk right of uh, losing your other job. So
1: yeah, totally. Yeah, it no, was helping. me. Yeah. yeah, I was working. I still got salary and uh, it was. Yeah. So you can be more picky, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, you are becoming to be more picky after your uh, kind of uh, third, fourth job. You're starting to understand that uh, you can do in this special area of web development everything that you want to do. There are so many special positions if you are just looking. Mm All
0: right. But weren't you also like a little bit scared? Like, okay, this company now took me on... Like, I kind of created my own craft, right? Like CSS HTML Architect. And they gave me the opportunity now to do my job and what I love. And you stayed there then for like how many years? Six years, Six years, yes. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. wasn't it like... um, that you were thinking when I want to change my next job, for example, well, how will it be that will they give me the same uh, opportunity? Because it seems like it's it's not really common. Uh, at least uh, these days, maybe it's getting a bit more and more, but it's not really common to have a role like CSS HTML architect only. Now, if you think about it yourself, also uh, looking at the market now and everything, I mean, not every company would let you uh, on on that challenge. Now, were you, what, are, what
1: are your thoughts around this? Like, I, I will tell you the truth. Uh, you know, okay. people don't uh, sometimes say it loud, but we are all afraid from some things. And I'm still afraid truth. even these days that I have so many experience in what I do. I work in quite a lot of jobs in this title of CSS HTML Architect that I kind of created. And yeah. uh, and. Um, and i'm afraid but this afraid i'm going with it it's not that uh, uh, because you're
0: doing of, it uh, anyway i'm doing yeah, it like i'm doing it scared
1: i'm doing it scared and uh, and uh, i will manage with my life in this way in that way i don't i i was i'm scared i'm scared but uh, i don't care too much i'm really thinking to myself that we are living only one time and if we will do uh, the things that we don't love all our life and we will be fine. We will be fine. But then I'm asking to myself, is this is the way that I want to live? I'm enjoying now what I'm doing. And maybe, Mm -hmm. and maybe this is will fail in a two, five, 10 years. I don't know, maybe, but still in the time that I was doing it, I was enjoying so much that I think I prefer to do it in that way and not in another way. And yes, I'm scared. And everyone is scared for someone with something. You know. Yeah. We- it doesn't matter what will you succeed you will always be scared from something this is the way that your brain is working it's searching for what to be scared
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah our brains are built to survive so they're then saving us from anything that is um, risky totally that's that's something that I uh, learned as well from uh, some book that I was reading but uh, I'm I'm really happy that you mentioned that, and you're just being honest, right? And I think that indeed everybody has something that they're scared about and insecure about, and it's good to be vocal about it and acknowledge it. I mean, that way we we can only then move forward. I think. So um, next, my next question is, um, what made you so to be so passionate about CSS?
1: I don't know. I didn't think about it. it. It just was fun for me. I think I love to do stuff in code and to see them. Uh, you don't, you're don't. you doing a lot of, you know, when you're doing a lot of web development, and if it's in JavaScript, you can work for a half day, full day, and to do small part things that you're seeing on the screen. And maybe I love all the mm-hmm. visual part I'm doing, and I'm seeing a lot of visual parts on the screen. It was fun for me. I'm playing, and something is happening on the screen. Maybe I Mm -hmm. love all the visual parts. I think this is the part that connect me to CSS. And I was really good uh, from the beginning. I was uh, having a really good connection with CSS from the start when I started to be a web developer. I see. I see.
0: And um, touching upon the point where you mentioned that you were frustrated with JavaScript, um, what frustrated you with JavaScript, actually?
1: Um. I don't know, it can be very complicated to do uh, things in, uh, and you can do a lot of uh, bad things when you're working with JavaScript. From what I remember, <laughs> so many yeah. ways to do the same thing and in a shitty way. And I, I was not looking, when I was looking on my JavaScript code, I thought to myself, this is not a, a nice code. I don't like yeah. even how it uh, looks like, you know? Yeah. It, sometimes I'm looking on a JavaScript code of other web developers and mm-hmm. I don't understand what I'm saying exactly, but I can see mm-hmm. this is a nice code. This is an ugly code. You can see it. You can feel it. You can look in the eyes. Oh, this is clean. This is nice. Mm-hmm. Not too much line of mm-hmm. code, small parts. And uh, I don't think that in JavaScript, I succeeded to do it in a nice way. I want it to be pretty. And in CSS, I was succeeding to do CSS pretty and, uh, after I've seen a lot of people that writing CSS And I see that they don't do it pretty I'm enjoying what I'm doing And I understand that I'm doing it In the one of the right ways You know, you have a lot of Right, yeah. correct ways It's not to, only one way yeah, Exactly People want that To live in a way that You uh, uh, they know how there is to live right. one source of truth. Yes. Yeah, but it,
0: one, one source of truth. But
1: it's not working like this. You have a lot of good truths and you have even a lot uh, worse of uh, ways to do something bad. But yeah. there are a lot of ways and maybe the best way is not to search the best way.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think you're the example of someone who um, kind of... Um, created his own best way you can say, right? Like, uh, you, I also see around the, uh, read your articles and follow on socials. And I see that, you know, there's a lot of things that you were just out of passion created yourself. Like for example, the, uh, the responsive uh, design uh, thing that you, you say, um, basics first, right? Yes. So, uh, like, like things like that. And, uh, by the way, guys, if you're listening to this and you don't know uh, Elad Schechter um, uh, article or you also have like a meetup on this on YouTube about responsive design, uh, I really recommend you watching it. Uh, he, recommend, he, he shows different uh, cases um, and also explains his own architecture. Um, but um, uh, touching upon... You know, you mentioned that you're really passionate about CSS. And let's say we have listeners right now, they're also really passionate about CSS and they want to maybe do it more often. What kind of tips would you give to somebody who is maybe just starting their career um and then move away to somebody who is maybe a media developer, but then he wants to also maybe do more CSS? So what 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 would be your tips for someone who wants to maybe become you? Like to be doing what you're doing?
1: Um, this is a good question. Um, it's meaning that if you are working in a team, you want to take for yourself more uh, um, uh, more working on the CSS part and to do yeah. it more, create for yourself fun project. I think this is good. It can be in CodePen. It can be in, in other places. Uh, to think about how to take, you know, I'm sometimes taking, I was taking for my fun and created WhatsApp WhatsApp web, fully responsive design in two days in the weekend. It's to take a- That was really nice. To take a project only for fun uh, and you need to finish it quite quick. It's not that you are now having your all time free. You are still working. Weekend, two days in the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. And in this way, you are taking it and you're making it A lot better than let's say it's working in uh, the real website yeah you are showing your uh, point how you can create it better and this i think can be a good start and yes uh, it's not uh, something that uh, if you are taking this title of job you will be afraid that you will have a lot less opportunities because there are a lot less opportunities to do only css but if you love it you can try it. You know, we are living once. I don't know. I I afraid, but I'm still living in this way, and mm-hmm. I love what I'm doing. And I'm not. I, and I love even more than that. I'm not a usual web developer. I love that I'm different. You know, everyone want to be the same, but it's not more fun to be a special perspective, a special one. It's scarier. Yeah. It's scarier. It's more scary. Uh, but it's I think it's a lot more fun to live in this way.
0: Yeah, so I guess your main tip, if I take it to myself, would be um, if you uh, really think like you are like a lad in the beginning uh, in this career and you are frustrated where you're at, and you don't feel connected to any of uh, the JavaScript part that you're doing, um, maybe you can just take one time uh, or a few uh, days in your uh, in your week and build something uh, like a personal project. Um, publish it right to the web, let people uh, look at it. And, uh, I think one of the most important things, um, that you mentioned is, uh, like, uh, go, um, uh, maybe you didn't mention it actually, now I'm mentioning it, just go public with it. So let people know around you on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on different uh, groups that you're doing what you're doing and like showcase it. Um, and, and that might even create for you an opportunity. Like you never know uh, where an opportunity can come from, right? and I think that it is really uh, important to also stick to what you love and and that you don't feel like you're working just for the sake of working. Um, you're doing what you love and they say also this uh, saying that uh, if you do what you love then it will feel like you never worked in your life, right? Something like that uh, goes. So. Um, I believe in that as well. And it's it's going to be difficult, but anything uh, good and worthwhile is difficult. And at the end, later on, you're going to basically take those fruits and enjoy from them, right? Totally, totally. I mean, I, I see the life that you live now a lot. And I think a lot of people uh, would want to, you know, have the same experience and they are just maybe too scared of taking that risk. And I think that's uh, yeah maybe an eye opener for some people. I hope. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, after those tips and everything that you shared with us, um, what what would are what are you what would be your expectations for the market for the coming uh, years? Would do you think that you know you started this um, and probably there are others? I don't know how many people you know yourself that are only doing HTML CSS, um, but do you feel like there is going to be a change? Uh, will there be more, um, you know, uh, vacancies open for, for HTML, CSS architects or developers? I mean, I'm also looking right now at the market myself and I see like, uh, there are a lot of changes in CSS coming, um, a lot of things that are, you know, hard to keep up with, um, and definitely can see a case where you only do that because you know, I've seen, uh, I've worked myself in multiple companies and I've seen the level of CSS. And you can see that a lot of people are just preferring to go to JavaScript and forget about CSS uh, almost, especially if you have a design system where you have components and everything is built for you. So then you don't care anymore. And it's like, uh, it's just becoming a secondary thing. Now, yeah, now I'm toasting the question to you. What do you think?
1: Uh, to tell you the truth, uh, sometimes we want to guess how the future will be. And uh, yeah. re- and to tell you the truth, I cannot guess. Uh, I can try, but it won't be correct. I want to believe. Probably. I want to believe. Just try it. You know, you know, I want to believe in something, but it doesn't mean that yeah. it will happen. Uh, yeah. And I'm um, in the understanding that I cannot guess. This is the real truth. Uh, sometimes I work in companies... And I show them what they can earn if they would have someone that is specializing in CSS, and I think mm-hmm. I'm showing showing them a way. And some sometimes other companies, because I'm as you told, I'm doing a lot of public speaking in the last several years, and I was writing yeah. a lot of articles, and a lot of company want me to give them a, a talk in the, my in my time. Uh, in their own company. In the company itself. And they want that I will be a consultant for them. But I'm telling them, no, I'm working for another company. I don't have the time to jump in the middle of the day for you and to consultant you. And I loved it because this is saying that they understand that they need something that will be strong in this department. But I'm still not sure that they want to invest in it money there is still a very bad perspective of of a lot of companies that everyone doing needs to do everything and and, uh, sometimes i think it can work in small companies that need to show uh, a first product and they don't care that the code will be not so good and it's okay it's okay i'm not a i am not I do not have any problem with that but when the Project is being becoming to be more complicated and you want mm-hmm. that everything will be in the correct way that you can uh, change things because the maintenance is the most hardest thing. It's not to build it in yeah. the first time. They maintain and if you're, the code is not good because people don't know good CSS, it will mm-hmm. look like in this CSS part. If it will happen, if it's not, I don't even want to try to guess because who am I that I will tell if it will go this way or not. I'm trying only to enjoy what can I do with my own uh, strength. Uh, and if it will last until I will be in uh, a old, I, I will be happy. And if not, I will be happy as well because I don't have time to be sad. Life <laughs> are so short and I want to enjoy everything that I can.
0: <laughs> yes. I I completely follow up on that for with you and I agree with it. Um, And actually I'm really interested to hear um, if somebody right now is listening to this and and, and thinking like, I want to convince my company um, to open maybe a a vacancy for somebody like that, like you, um, what kind of arguments can they use?
1: (laughs) If the code is problematic (laughs) in the CSS part, show them the code and tell them it's, doesn't work good you see and uh, people are wasting a lot of time you know how I'm showing it to another companies mm-hmm. and I tell them that you have something like 20 web developers and they're wasting their time something like an half day for the CSS part and they almost don't do anything it's because it, they are mm-hmm. really struggle with the CSS part and I'm telling mm-hmm. them that if I'm working I'm can taking a job of A half day of 20 people of web developer that now can do the things that are more better in in JavaScript or in server side, I don't care. And Mm -hmm. they have a lot more time to spend on this part and I'm taking from the the CSS part I'm doing it a lot better, a lot more clean. It's taking me a lot less time from uh, people that are not good in CSS. And in this way, they are mm-hmm. saving a lot of money because they can take the, pro- the product a lot more faster if they are not uh, losing a lot of time on the CSS part. Right, right. Uh, and this is how I'm showing this to companies. And when they understand it, uh, they even will pay you a good salary if you are really good in CSS. They will pay you yeah. a really normal uh, uh, salary. That's it. A lot of people think that if you are doing only CSS, you are getting less money. And it's not the truth. If you can (laughs) show that you can save a lot of money for your company, you can get the best salary. But this is really the playing. You need to sell yourself and to show what you can create, what you are specialized. And if you can do it, don't feel that you are not good enough. Know that you are good enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, after all, a company does uh, pay you this money because they believe in you. And it means that if they believe in you, you are probably good in what you're doing, right? So that's a good point as well. And I'm just thinking now, uh, out of nowhere, when you were mentioning like, I'm going to take the whole HTML, CSS part, uh, well, maybe then more the CSS part. How do you then um, actually train people to then maybe be better in their CSS? Because I mean, if I'm looking at myself, my personal situation, I always try to stay up to date with JavaScript and CSS. Now, I know that not everybody is like that, but let's say you have somebody like this, or maybe two or three people in the company like this, and they want to learn from you a lot, or they want to, in general, just expand their knowledge. What 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 would be your tips maybe for for somebody who wants to um, to stay in control of their CSS for example?
1: Well, there is a lot of ways. First, you need to see what is coming to CSS. It's to follow mm-hmm. in Twitter on the main people that are doing CSS, uh, like me and a lot of other people. And in this way, uh, you can see what new, uh, you can see talks, you can read the articles, but the main mm-hmm. thing is to try to be better. It's meaning that if you are doing something in coding CSS and you're thinking that something is not working correct, try to do it again and again and again. And every time that you're doing it, you can doing the same thing 10 times. And every time that you will do it, you will be better. And maybe yeah. to do a lot of things, it's the best way to be good at CSS. You know,
0: I, So personal projects, right? Like things after work, you would say, like I, usually.
1: Uh, maybe even in the work. You know, when I was creating mm-hmm. my first responsive website in this company that I was working six years, that took me for a mm-hmm. special job that was 100% CSS, I was doing... Uh, in a huge scale website, responsive design. It was my first time that I'm doing responsive design. And I needed to think about how to do it in the correct way. What are the best breakpoints? How to do it? Mm-hmm. And I was searching in the web. What is the best way? And I thought to myself that I'm not finding uh, the best solution there. I thought to myself, I was built it. It was with a let's say it was in mobile first. First the mobile style, and then in a, another breakpoint that uh, if with minimum weight of 500 pixels. After and after that another breakpoint of minimum weight of 1,000 pixel. And I saw mm-hmm. that if I need to do changes in the mobiles and it's not good for the desktop, it's always breaking me the desktop. And I thought to myself, no, no, this is not a good way because I can build it, it will look uh, in the first time nice, but if I need to do some changes and to update the project, I will break all the time the bigger breakpoints and. In that time, I was in the perspective of the create the encapsulation parts, style that are correct only for mobile or only for tablet and only for desktop. And the breakpoint cannot affect each other. And if I need to do something that is correct for all the layer of the responsive, it was without any media rules. And if I need something Mm -hmm. that is correct only for mobile or desktop, something that is not have any really good connection, I can put the two media rules together. Uh, yeah. For example, max weight of 500 pixels and minimum weight of 1,001 pixel and up. This way I can put even styles that are connected, connected only mobile and desktop, but not for tablet. Yeah. And to play with my thinking, to think about how can I solve this problem in a better way and not just to read, oh, there is an article on the mobile first and everyone use it, I will use it as well. No. Why, exactly. why it's good? What is good in this uh, situation? What is bad in this situation? How can I make it better in this way you can be a lot better web developer in any part to think what is working for you and not is not working for you and then to change the perspective and not try to work like everyone works because there are good articles on the web
0: yeah you need to always question right totally. why do i need this why do i need this method what value does it give me and then later on make the decision a lot of um yeah a lot of people make this mistake i think when they see of course something really popular and they say by default we're just going to use it right because everybody does but every organization has its own flavors every organization has its own also uh, challenges now not every solution possibly uh, can be uh, for for your needs so you need to customize a bit things so i really like that you you basically took that um uh, mobile first thing and made kind of your own uh, situation now I am this already gives you now a spoiler probably for the listeners to your talk that I was mentioning about uh, your responsive design uh, thinking and uh, time down below in this uh, post in my danielfrey.me, um you will find a link to um, to to a lot's uh, talk and also articles um and yeah so I'm gonna summarize this now. We spoke about uh, what does CSS HTML architect mean? We spoke about the responsibilities, and then we dived in a bit to more to your personal story. Um, how did you basically have the balls to create your own craft and role? Uh, and then later on, we uh, we discussed about your expectations for the market. Of course, nobody can really know what will happen later on. And uh, yeah, it, I, I myself uh, feel like uh, I really love this conversation, opened my eye a bit more. Um, you know, I know you also personally a bit, we spoke and everything, but this gives a bit more, you can say everybody is scared, even if you are at the top of your career. Uh, even if you are just starting, uh, it's like when I just started, I thought, ah, maybe when I'm there in the top or mid career, I will not be scared. Like, but there's always another thing that is going to replace that scarcity. And that's really, uh, nice to hear that you're also being honest about it. Um, so a lot. I would like to really thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I enjoyed this uh, this talk with you, and I hope that others with as well. Um, any last words from you?
1: Uh, it was a really good pleasure to be here and uh, talk with you, Danielle. And uh, thank you, thank all, uh, for all the listener. Thank you for listening
0: to the Frey.me talks. Get access to previous episodes, the transcript for today's show, as well as other exclusive content at danielfrey.me.